Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Moving Up the Ladder, where we strive to give you some insight and knowledge into improving the success of your career, no matter what part of the employment spectrum you fall on. For LocalJobNetwork.com Radio, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Today our focus centers on the entrepreneurial spirit, specifically female entrepreneurs and the potential impact they can have in today's economy. The Doyen Group is an organization determined to help women with their business ventures in whatever way possible. And joining us from Madison, Wisconsin is one of the co-founders of the Doyen Group, Heather Wentler. Heather, thanks a lot for coming on today. No problem. Thanks for asking me to be on today. Before we jump into the the whole idea of the entrepreneurship and, of course, from the, the female perspective that we're focusing on, what really is your professional background and experience, whether it be in the past, but also what you're presently doing? Yeah, so I went to school at UW-Whitewater for elementary education, and um, I graduated with that degree and tried to get a job in a school and ended up uh, going into the substitute teacher pool for Madison. And after two years of substituting, I kind of realized this isn't really what I want to do. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, I love teaching and I love working with the kids. And so it was, how can I still do this without having to be in a school setting? Um, and so I founded a business called Fractal and we do STEAM enrichment programming where we try to work with the gifted and talented kids in the community who just aren't getting their needs met at school. But also we work with a lot of kids that are at risk or are falling between the cracks okay. within the school. So, yeah, I've been working on that for about two years. And then um, I also organize a micro-granting opportunity in Madison called Madison Soup. And so we try to provide money to local groups and businesses that are providing a positive impact to the Madison community. Well, great. So obviously, I mean, you have the experience already with obviously with yourself and uh, with your group now, the Doyen Group, in terms of helping out from the entrepreneurial side. If we look at the Doyen Group, how would exactly do you describe it and its purpose and, and what really the, the role of that organization is? So when Amy Gannon, my co-founder, and I started the Doyen Group, we were actually at a hackathon that took place in Madison called Startup Weekend last uh, spring. And we kept looking around the room going, where are all the women? We <laughs> know that there's more women involved in entrepreneurship right. and they're interested in entrepreneurship. So how can we get these women to come to these events and be more in the forefront in our community? Um, and so with that, we started the Doyen Group in August of 2012. And we've been holding monthly meetings. And we actually have our first big event coming up in two weeks called the Designathon. So it's been... Working on that to get into the community more, and we're building our member base. And uh, we're also been talking with a couple different accelerator programs and different people in the community of how we can get more women interested in pursuing entrepreneurship. So when we're talking about, obviously, your group is relatively new, and when you're talking about maybe the different activities and events or, or different ways to help promote uh, you know, female entrepreneurship, are there particular areas you focus on? Are there certain things you 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 mentioned the uh, you know the event you have coming up? Are there certain areas that you're looking to really sort of ingrain yourself and and get people involved in this way? We're trying to provide like a mentoring or support system for the okay. women. So at our monthly meetings, they're structured around a central topic where it might like this January meeting we focused around talking about how to create a pitch for your business. Um, and then during our meetings, we have the workshop session designated to 
how do we create that pitch for your business and what are the key factors that need to be in your pitch and how do you break it down into that 30 to 90 seconds to get your best message across when you're talking to someone. So then obviously you mentioned you're at these events and you're wondering where all the women are. How then did it really get started? Because you, you, you had this idea, but how do you how did you find women to sort of maybe get excited with it? What, what did you do to really put it into practice? Because, you know, obviously a lot of people have ideas, but nothing necessarily mm-hmm. comes of it. So what was the process like? Our first big uh, exposure was we created a women in business panel for the Four Technology Festival mm-hmm. last August. And that was kind of like our launch where we presented this panel in front of everybody and it really got our, it started getting our name out into the community more. And then we just started holding meetings and we had talked to a bunch of other women that we knew that were already in entrepreneurship and asked if they would start, if they would come to our meetings, if they were interested in being uh, members or could help promote the group. And that was how we really started building our brand. It was very grassroots. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to, that's what I was going to ask about. <laughs> Going back then, obviously, you talk about the focus on, on female entrepreneurship, and part of it was just from you guys looking around and saying, you know, where is everybody kind of thing. But are there certain challenges that you saw that were facing women in particular in terms of starting or running a small business, that sort of thing? Yeah, I think one thing that women really struggle with when they're starting up their business is the identity piece of it. Uh, you know, having that confidence to say, yes, I am the leader of this Hmm. and putting themselves out there as the leader of it. Um, I know personally, and a lot of experience I've talked to with other women has been, you know, they go to these events and they just don't feel like they're held to the same standard Mm -hmm. as other people that are at the events. And so it's how do we build that confidence and also make them feel comfortable about what they're doing so that when they are when they are going out to the events, they're feeling like they're being heard and listened to and taken as seriously and as a team player among everybody else. How about the positive sides of it? Because obviously we tend to look at it, as we just mentioned there, like there's this negative or there's this struggle, but clearly someone like yourself and the people that you work with and have, have been talking to, there, there are obviously benefits to this and the positives. What would you point to as far as being a woman and being an entrepreneur. One thing that we re- that Amy and I really noticed um, when we went to these different hackathons or different community events is that the women that are there are doing a great job at putting the right team together and organizing their work so that their team can be productive. We uh, were sponsors for Build Madison, which took place last fall in Madison. And out of the 12 women that were there, eight of them had won prizes hmm. for the projects they had pitched and presented to the panel of judges. And so we're noticing with women, you know, we tend to prefer to steadily and grow more solid rather than scaling as fast as possible. And uh, this is kind of a different approach, approach and one that we think is more lasting for a positive impact on the communities where, in which these businesses are embedded. Now, people might be uncomfortable sometimes talking about this side of it because you mentioned, again, where it started was sort of being at these events and dominated by men, essentially. Mm-hmm. Are there specific areas <laughs> that are that separate men and women? I mean, is it really just a mentality thing? Is it, I mean, is it just this old school, it's taking time because, 
you know, the whole boys club mentality and, and women obviously making the inroads. I mean, are there distinct differences that, that are discussed that, you know, within maybe even the Doyen group that it's brought up? I mean, I'm obviously curious, being a male, yeah. if that gets discussed. I mean, because I think it needs to be open in some way that there are differences, even if it's a negative, you know, mentality from the, the male point of view. Uh, how do you right. sort of see that or, or toe that line? I think, unfortunately, there's still a lot of stereotypes and stigmas that go along with what a woman's role is mm-hmm. in business or in life in general. And so we've had women that have come and talked to us about not feeling comfortable in the corporate setting because sure. sometimes they're not taken seriously enough or they've look, been looked down on upon, upon by their male counterparts. Uh, we've also had women come and talk to us about how they've been kind of hit on. And I mean, does... <laughs> Does a lot of it come down to, because you did mention maybe these these different situations that arise that we've all heard of, we've probably seen or experienced, you know, in some facet, especially with like a group like yours, does it come down to a certain amount of comfort and being able to be confident because there isn't sort of that elephant in the room when you have this dichotomy between men and women? Yeah. So at the, at our meetings, the, we feel like our women feel much more comfortable in our, in the environment mm-hmm. and, you know. And it's, I think it's because they're more willing to ask questions and ask for help than hmm. sometimes they are in the when it's men and women events because that fear of being looked down on or, oh, they don't really know what they're talking about might be in some, some people's says that, that judging and women are more likely to think that way than men. And so it's kind of how do we overcome those bound or those obstacles and boundaries to help them grow in their business. Obviously, you've been able to talk to different women in terms of even where they come from and why they got into their own business or wanted to become an entrepreneur. I guess what are some of the reasons you've heard? I mean, maybe it's just a, a want a greater challenge or more flexibility with their schedule. Maybe it had to do with something that was happening in the workplace. What sort of things have you heard that maybe motivated people into this area? Yeah, so a lot of people, they come in or women, they come and talk to us about the current job just isn't fulfilling their wants and needs as a professional, or they feel like they're too stuck in the in their day-to-day tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of entrepreneurs that we're meeting are just graduating from college, and they're willing to take that chance of pursuing their great idea to see what happens before they have to settle into the corporate world. Okay. Or we've also met a lot of empty nesters or women who have recently retired mm-hmm. and they've been, you know, had this great idea, but they were waiting until their kids grew up and or they had a nice little nest egg to use to start their ventures. So that's that's cool. You kind of runs the gamut of different experiences and what, what people bring to the table. I, I, I'd imagine it's nice to hear those different stories at times. Yeah. I mean, everybody brings, you know, different experiences and different um, ideas to the table, which helps a lot because when you're you know, formulating your business, you're thinking about how do you meet your customers' needs. And with all of us being able to collaborate together, it helps uh, answer some of those questions. If we jump to the ideas of entrepreneurship a little bit, uh, especially what you guys are sort of doing over there, you talk about being mentors and really just being able to share a lot of information. Are there particular strategies or philosophies that the Doyen Group focuses on that you stress? Uh, How does that work in terms of what you're putting out there, what you're trying to encourage. Right. So one of the biggest things that we tell women, women is to just do it or just launch your, launch your business. Because uh, what we're kind of noticing is if they're waiting too long for all the right opportunities and key ideas to line up, 
they might be waiting for forever instead of starting with what they already have and figuring out how to bring those missing ingredients into the business as you go. On your site, then, it also mentions that the, a key is to, and quoting, build mm-hmm. ventures that have an impact. What, what does that mean when you're talking about impact? What, what do you describe that as? What we mean by that is that we're meeting the needs of the market that they're trying to break into. Okay. Um, well, because you also mentioned the idea of being leaders in the community. And, and I guess maybe for those who haven't thought about going into their own business or starting up their own business, why is that a factor or consideration, at least the way you guys are presenting it at the Doyen Group? Right. So um, as we mentioned before, women are taking a backseat into the entrepreneurial community by not being as visible. And so we want to foster the confidence and independence for women to become more visible and more engaged in the entrepreneur community. Mm -hmm. And so by being more engaged, I mean, we hear a lot from the men that are hosting these um, events and different things going on in the community. How do we get women to show up to these things? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of our job is to help build that confidence and then be like, you need to come, you need to come and get them more (laughs) visible in the community. I read this a lot now, different areas, the idea that female entrepreneurship specifically, it really could help boost the economy and, and maybe jumpstart things a little more. Can you describe maybe why that would be a factor and, and how targeting a specific group of individuals, in this case women, could potentially get us all in the right direction and, and help the economy as a whole? Yeah, I think because women tend to be so detail-oriented, they're more likely to grow and build their venture without being fiscally irresponsible. (laughs) And they're making the key decisions as to what's best for the company and sales and employees. And I'm not saying that men don't already do this, but uh, women are more likely to factor these into their decisions where we're thinking more of, I need these 10 pieces to grow. And men would be more like, I got five out of the 10, let's go. (laughs) And, And so, you know, women are much more linger about their thinking and their growth, then I'm not saying that some women aren't like that. <laughs> sure. No, we understand. We're speaking in generalities. It's okay. Now, based on your experience, maybe the people you've spoken with, just overall stuff you've read up on or, or other organizations maybe even dealt with, has there been a, a growth overall with female entrepreneurs or an interest that, I mean, maybe has been noticeable to you over the past handful of years? Yeah. So, um, Many of the women who attend me, they say, it's great to know I'm not the only one going through this. Mm -hmm. Um, We talk to established women business owners. They say how great it is to have new women coming and talking to them about their experiences and how experiences have changed and improved over the last 10 years, making it more accessible and easier for women to start businesses. And then also, even when you go down to the colleges, um, my co-founder actually teaches entrepreneurship and business at Edgewood College in Madison. And she's even noticed how the increase in female students in her courses has grown exponentially over the last few years. Do you see that? And this is sort of maybe off track a little bit, but I mean, is that just a development thing? Is it, is it, I guess, what what can you attribute that growth to or that interest? I mean, is there anything you can point to or, or more things that you hear at all? I don't think so. I haven't really heard any change into, I think, It's just kind of becoming more socially acceptable for women to start businesses. And so more women are are saying, yes, I'm going to do this and I'm going to take that chance um, for a couple of years to see what happens. If we step away a little bit from, you know, we talk 
a lot about maybe differences between men and women in these areas. But if you're looking just at, at an entrepreneur in general, what mm-hmm. things do you look to your group, people, again, you speak with? What are really those traits that someone should possess to make them successful as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I think you have to have you know lots of confidence in yourself. You have to have very broad shoulders because you're going to get criticized and knocked down a lot. And it's how do you overcome those? I also think you need to have really strong communication skills. And you have to have a little humility and be able to admit that, you know, things aren't always going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And uh, how do we learn from our mistakes? And I think that is important. We've had other people on talking about entrepreneurship and not to scare anyone off. But, you know, a lot of times they fail and fail and fail until you finally sort of take off. And again, not to scare anyone off from from taking that first step. But uh, you mentioned just being able to accept that everything's not going to be perfect all the time. In mm-hmm. terms of in terms of your group, the Doyen group, what sort of feedback have you gotten? I know, again, it's early in the process for you guys. I mean, having been you know, begun in August, are there groups or organizations that you've teamed up with or that have shown interest? What's sort of been the, the feedback you've gotten? Yeah, so when we first started, many of the people we first met with were our male counterparts as leaders and organizers of entrepreneurial events in Madison. And their response was overwhelmingly positive because they had also been asking themselves that same question of where are the women? Mm -hmm. And they were struggling to find ways to bring more women into the spotlight. Um, So right off the bat, we partnered with Capital Entrepreneurs. um, And then we were asked to organize the Women in Business panel at Forward Technology Conference. And then uh, we were also on, we're also on, or part of the organizing committee for Startup Weekend Madison that'll be taking place in April. And so our experience thus far has been extremely positive working with pe- others in the community. How then do you measure success with an organization like yours? I mean, do you look to anything like statistics? Is it more just the, the type of feedback you get or the partnerships you sort of form? Is there a way that you can really measure you know, the effectiveness of what you guys are doing? Yeah, just talking to other women and seeing where they progress or have, are going to be progressing over the next couple of years, that would be a good way of Looking back is to see how far we've grown. I personally see us growing rapidly over the next few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, women are starting to find their place as leaders, and this is just going to continue to grow. You know, we've been approached by some women in Milwaukee already asking us to expand to start a group in Milwaukee in the Milwaukee area. So that's and same with the Green Bay area. So those are all really positive things coming our way. Yeah, definitely. For the listeners, I want to no- point out something that I've noticed. I keep saying you guys. I'm not trying to do that on purpose. <laughs> it's just it's just a natural, like, it's nothing to do with female and male. I just want to throw that out there. Um, your group, you know, your, yeah. your group as a whole. Uh, now, when we look at entrepreneurship, especially looking at the future and the present, really, in terms of, of the female portion of it, are there particular areas that you see maybe as a, a real strong opportunity for growth? Again, not that you always have to separate men and women, but maybe there's a niche or a certain industry that you feel, hey, there's there's definitely an, an open opportunity for women here. I really think that in the science and technology and the biosciences field that you're going to start seeing a more rapid growth of women entrepreneurship coming out of there. Hmm. Um, even at the college level, you know, they're starting to see much more women starting to enroll in engineering and computer, computer science programs which will bring, you know, hopefully more of these women into the entrepreneurial scene within the next few years. Well, it's interesting you, you mentioned that because uh, 
we do talk about that sort of thing with our teams in terms of these stereotypes and you hear science, you hear engineering, uh, you know, you probably don't in general think of a large female workforce there. I mean, do you see that? Uh, and that's a big reason you see the possibility that more women could jump into that and make an impact. Yeah. I mean, even in the math scenario, we have, you know, we have three or four different um, companies that I can think of right off the top of my head that are part of the Doyen group in some way, either sponsorship or helping out at events that are all run by women and they're all in the technology and bioscience fields. Moving back to your group in particular then, you, you touch on it a little bit when you talk about the success. Are there certain long-term goals you're looking at in terms of what you're doing as a group, developing, growing in terms of maybe it be the size or expanding. You mentioned, you know, obviously right mm-hmm. now you started in Madison, but you have interest from Milwaukee and Green Bay. I mean, how, are you looking to really get big? I mean, how, where, how does it, where does this all go? I, I, I'm just curious because you're obviously right. in the early stages, but you've gotten positive feedback is what it sounds like. Right. And that's something Amy and I are still trying to figure out is how big we want to go. Um, when we started this, it was, you know, we weren't looking to make a paycheck off of this or anything. We just wanted to help, you know, provide some support for other women in our community. And so since our meetings are continually growing and we're going to, we're planning on starting learning groups for members where it'd be about five to eight women who will meet monthly to talk about their strengths and weaknesses of their businesses and be able to have more of that one-on-one mentoring and support that we might be losing because our our the group size of our meetings are growing, mm-hmm. our monthly meetings. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if we expand into the other areas of the state, what else will happen for us. So uh, I guess we're, we're just kind of waiting to see what else 2013 brings for us. Sure. <laughs> Overall, then, especially for the, the females listening, what would you offer up as the best advice in terms of either becoming an entrepreneur or running your own business or really any aspect of business or employment when it when it comes to being successful? And again, maybe we're angling a little towards the, the female perspective, but, mm-hmm. you know, in essence, you're the expert here. You're the, you are talking, <laughs> you are working with women in this regard who are, have this mindset, um, maybe more so than the average male or female, really. So if we're looking at it from that female perspective, where there might be a, a uniqueness, I mean, what sort of advice can you offer up? Um, I think it's important to allow yourself to pursue your dreams and ideas and to remember that you're going to make mistakes along the way. But it's important to remember that each mistake or failure is a learning opportunity and will help you succeed in the future. And then don't forget to ask for help. And don't let it make you feel inadequate about having to ask for help. You'll find the more you ask for help, the more people are going to be willing to help or send you to the right person to find the answer that you're searching for. And then always remember to take time to remember why you became an entrepreneur in all the positive aspects of your business and what it brings to your life. And of course, if they have questions, they can always go to the Doyen Group. You guys will be happy to help them, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Heather, we do appreciate you, you know, filling us in a little bit on your organization, uh, as well as, you know, a look into the entrepreneurial world, particularly from a woman's perspective. And Again, we're not trying to start any fights among, uh, you know, spouses or, or no. coworkers, but uh, <laughs> I, I think it is important to talk about the little differences maybe there are. And, and you mentioned 
the comfort side of things um, that does exist. So I do appreciate you being open with that and giving us that insight. So thanks again for coming on today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Again, that is our expert guest, Heather Wentler, co-founder of the Doyang Group. And with that, we will wrap things up here on Moving Up the Ladder. Of course, we want to hear from you, the listeners, as well. So drop us an email with any comments or suggestions to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Wishing you success in all your endeavors. I'm Tim Muma. You've been listening to localjobnetwork.com radio.